You're listening to The Better Way to Strategic Marketing, hosted by me, Tamara Howard. I am on a mission to demystify and simplify your marketing and communication planning so you can be more impactful, efficient, and embrace a better freedom in your business. So if you're hungry to learn better ways into business and marketing, then you've come to the right place. So let's get into it. Hello, you. Hello, you fabulous listener of the first ever podcast. Hello, you wonderful, interested, curious soul who is tuning into the first of what I hope is to be many podcasts revolving around the world of marketing, marketing strategy, business, development, optimization, sales, and anything else that should cross my desk in the meantime. My vision for this series is to take my areas of expertise and apply them here to hopefully demystify and just generally simplify your marketing and your marketing strategy. So I have a bit of a saying. Um, I like to stop burning calories, doing things the hard way. Um, and I'm always trying to find the easiest and most straightforward way of getting work done and getting really good work done. So that's what my aim and my vision is for this podcast series. So I hope you will join me. I'm really excited. The aim is to equip you with the tools in the form of tips and tricks or actionable tactics or strategies so that you can elevate your planning, so that you can apply them. Um, So it's super practical, super topical um, and really actionable topics that we will be discussing here. And who knows, we might even have a little bit of fun along the way. So look, I I have to start here this morning or this afternoon or this evening or whenever you're listening to me. Um, I need to start with full disclosure. I think it's really important um, getting today, getting to today hasn't been easy. It hasn't been a straightforward process for me. Um, my little saboteur, my inner saboteur was sitting on my shoulder, sitting on my shoulder. Her name is Sable. <laughs> I named my inner saboteur so I could shine a light on her and recognize when she's telling me fibs. But she was sitting on my shoulder and she was telling me all of the reasons why I shouldn't do a podcast it's a waste of time. Who are you to have the audacity to get onto a podcast? Who's going to listen to you anyway? Oh, it's a crowded space. You shouldn't be. Everyone has a podcast now. You know, what are you going to say? So all of these reasons uh, were kind of being whispered through through my brain the last wee while telling me that I shouldn't do it. Um, And that's really, I think that's really important for me to say at the outset, uh, because one of the things that I'm going to be challenging you, lovely listener, to do is to is to challenge yourself to step outside your comfort zone, to recognize the excuses that don't serve you and to put them to one side. We as business owners or working in business, we need to constantly be open to change we need to recognize the the strategies that don't serve us anymore and what needs to go because you probably know business is not a fix it once and walk away world you constantly need to adapt you constantly need to react and pay attention to the world around you so so look what is the plan the plan is to have dedicated topics every time i sit down i'm going to be answering a question either a question that i have been asked as a business owner as a marketing strategist um i get asked a lot of really 
meaty, interesting questions. Um, so I will be sitting down to try and answer those. So without further ado, let's get started with the topic for today. So this is actually a little bit of a doozy. The question that I would love to answer or I'd love to at least explore with you today is what is a marketing strategy? So look, this is, like I say, it is a little bit of a doozy. Um, It feels like on paper it should be relatively simple, but in actual fact, finding that succinct answer to what a marketing strategy is, is kind of tricky. And because we tend to overinflate or we tend to kind of, oh, it becomes a little bit enigmatic, a little bit hard to answer. Building your marketing strategy is a task that gets put on the long finger quite frequently. So you get into these reactive modes, these kind of just do something modes, which are great in some aspects. But and what I want to do with this today is give you some bite-sized pieces that you could apply to your own strategic planning, but also debunk some of the rabbit holes that I've seen people get lost in when they're considering their marketing strategy, because it doesn't have to be so hard. There is a better way to think of your strategic planning. So in a nutshell, let's just boil this down to what we're trying to get to when we're thinking of our marketing planning, our marketing strategy. So your marketing strategy, I just gave it away there, is a communication plan. So it is a plan, a roadmap, a journey to deliver your communications. Uh, All strategies are going to be slightly different. So it's going to be informed by the elements that are most important to you, your industry, your business, your objectives. Um, But there's a few crucial elements that I think and I believe firmly that all marketing strategies should have. So the first thing The first thing before you do anything else, the thing you need to start with is your objectives. So these are going to be your commercial goals. And we have all heard the acronym, the SMART, make sure your objectives are SMART. So that is specific, measurable, actionable, relevant and time bound. And it's so easy to just summarize it there, isn't it? It's so easy to just say, yeah, my my objectives are smart objectives and then move on. This is actually one of the, it's the first step and it's actually where people get really confused and they start overloading themselves with kind of 10 fluffy, hard to measure, very, very overambitious objectives. So let's just Let's just strip it back. What kind of things could fit into your marketing objectives? So marketing objectives can be, or just business objectives really, could be to grow your sales. So that's one that I see really frequently. I just want to grow my sales. It's great. Okay. (laughs) So if I get you one more sale, do we get to check that off? (laughs) Is that that done? You want to grow your sales from where to where by when? Okay, so think about that. Where are your sales now? Where do you need to get to? And when are you going to get there? Is it in the next month? Is it in the next quarter? Is it in the next year? Are you going to grow by 10 sales a month and work on compounding? What does that look like by the end of the year? So 10 sales on top of 10 sales on top of 10 sales. Where are you trying to get to? So try and get really detailed with it. The other objective that I see a lot is to reach new audiences or to just get the word out there. I hate to break it to you. 
genuinely it's not an objective that's going to be easy to measure. What does it mean to get the word out there? Okay, so you may want to grow your reach. You may want to penetrate into new audiences. You may want to actually grow your brand within a very specific sector or very specific segment that you haven't been able to communicate with. So the more detail you can get with this, the better. So if you're trying to grow your presence, what's your measurements? Where are you starting from? Because if you don't know where you are now, you don't know when you're going to get to where you want to be, if that makes sense. So you want to be really clear about where you are now, where you want to be and how you're going to measure that success. So what are your objectives? What are you trying to achieve? Another one I see a lot is we want to develop a lead magnet. Okay, so we're going to develop a lead magnet and that's great. And I think that is absolutely fantastic. We're going to talk a lot about growing your numbers and growing your lead magnets. But building a lead magnet is a tactic. It's not an objective. So this is one I see a lot is people confusing the tactics with their objectives. So it would be a marketing tactic to develop a lead magnet. What your objective is that you want to grow your base. You want to grow the amount of emails that you have on your email newsletter. That's the objective. So say you're at a thousand now and you want to double that by the end of the year. That's your objective. So you want to grow your emails. You want to grow your sign up list. And the tactic that you will then use is to develop a lead magnet or a landing page or whatever. So think about that really clearly. That's kind of step number one is your objectives. Getting smart, getting measurable, being really, really specific. And don't be afraid to be ambitious. This is where you're going to learn. So that's step one, objectives. Step two, the second really, really, really crucial piece of your marketing strategy puzzle is your audience. So have a really clear idea of who your audience is. So bonus points to any of you who are listening who have developed your audience personas. So your audience persona is where you can develop a fully rounded picture of who your target customer is. Because it's not enough to know what you need to achieve. You really need to hone in on who's going to be interested and who you're going to target. So audience personas is a really handy tool for developing that insight or developing that kind of laser focus on your who. So when we develop audience personas, and we are going to get into this another day. Absolutely. This is a really important piece of the puzzle. But when you're developing audience personas, what you're going to do is either through research or through understanding or through um, interviews or conversations, you're going to start to build kind of 360 degree view of who your customer is. And you might have multiple audience personas. So you may be trying to reach many different types of customers at the same time and they're going to have different wants, different needs, different pains, different frustrations, different expectations of the world around them. But without knowing who you're trying to target, your content isn't going to resonate with anyone. So when we look at audience personas, we look at things like the type of products that they're interested in, not just your products, not just your services, but generally, where are they shopping? Where are they getting the most value? Where are they, where are they really connecting with the world? We'll look at their demographics. 
we'll look at the media they consume, which is really interesting because there's a default setting to get out on social media um, when in actual fact, a lot of people don't really dwell across every single social media channel. So without understanding who you're trying to target, you may be really wasting a lot of time producing gorgeous TikTok videos. <laughs> but if your audience is hanging out on LinkedIn, you're, you're, you've got to disconnect there in your strategy. So you need to understand the type of media they consume from social to newspapers, to print, to, uh, to video and TV as well. Um, you want to understand their pain points. You want to understand their frustrations, what's making them burn calories in the world so that you can come and resolve those pain points with your products and services. You want to understand what device types they're on is a really important one. So if your website is perfectly optimized for desktop, but your audience is predominantly on mobile, then again, you've got this mismatch in your in your tactical uh, execution. Essentially, an audience persona, what we're trying to do by painting this picture is we're identifying any characteristic that is identifiable to that person. So we're linking up these characteristics to paint that 360 degree view so that that can be applied commercially to ensure engagement. So this is a really interesting picture that we are painting. So we have our objectives and then we have our who. So we know what we're trying to achieve and then we carve out who we're going to target. So the third step, the third crucial, crucial, crucial element in our marketing strategy is our channel choice. So this is where we start to talk about our channel selection. So when we know who and when we know what we're trying to achieve, we can start thinking about where are we going to place this content? Where are we going to plan out our posts? Is it going to be blogs? Is it going to be social? Are we going to have some audio? Because there's a big hint in here, guys. There's a whole world outside of social media. So maybe your audience is heavy consumers of YouTube content. Maybe you need to get some video content live and accessible on YouTube. Maybe they are big podcast listeners. So maybe as well as having your own podcast, you need to do some paid audio. So you start to think about your channels based on your objectives and based on your audience. That's when your channel choice will start to make most sense. So if you are one of these business owners who's really frustrated trying to develop content for every single channel, you're on Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. <sighs> if you are one of these people that's just burning yourself out, trying to generate content all across the world because you're trying to be all things to all people, Maybe there's an opportunity here for you to strip it back, get really, really strategically focused and start thinking more about where your audience is lurking. Where are they hanging out? Where are they spending time? Where are they shopping? Where are they converting? What is the channel that they are most likely to be engaged with? And that should be where you start to define your content strategy. So we have our what, we have our who, and now we have kind of our how. So the next and final crucial element in your marketing strategy is your budget. Okay, the big B word. So it's really important. The budget is always the piece that, look, it's, it's, kind, of, uh, it's kind of hard to pin down. How long is a piece of string? How much are you going to spend? Um, and if you haven't done any paid activity, 
what I would always suggest is to start small with your budget. Don't throw the kitchen sink at it. Start small and grow. So grow as you start to learn. So what we want to make sure is that essentially your marketing budget should be what I like to call it's it's washing its own face. So it's paying for itself. If you are hammering your marketing budget with a grand, two grand, three grand a month and you're not seeing any conversions, then I'm going to just go out on a limb and say your marketing budget is not working for you. You want to see some conversions coming through for your for your budget. And when you start to see those conversions, you see those sales or you see those clicks or you see those opt into your email newsletter list or whatever your objective is, once you start to see them coming through, it means you've hit that sweet spot in that channel. So maybe you can up your spend because when a budget is paying for itself, it's no longer a budget. So if you're seeing those sales, you just have an investment strategy as opposed to just a budget that you just throw into marketing. So you're investing some of that sales revenue back into your marketing and it's just growing, looking after itself, washing its own face and it doesn't feel like such a heavy, heavy burden. So that is your budget. It can take a while. It can take a while to pinpoint. So like I say, you may want to go back and forth between your channels, looking at your channel choice, looking at your budget choice. Um, Not all channels are created equal. So LinkedIn can um, can be a particularly expensive channel. Facebook and Instagram, you can push out some paid content without it costing you an arm and a leg. So finding that sweet spot between your channel choice and between your budget amount will allow you to kind of pin your pin your flag to your mast with a bit more clarity and a bit more confidence. Constantly learning, constantly adjusting. Again, this is not a fix once and walk away kind of job. You may find that things change and maybe your budgets change over time and maybe your strategy changes, but it's really important to start from the ground up with a with a clear understanding of how much you are willing to invest. So I hope you can kind of see a more detailed picture emerging here by stepping through these four steps. We look first of all at our objective, then we look at who we're trying to target, then we're going to match all of that to our channel choice and finally we're going to set a budget, how much we are willing to invest, how much we are willing to learn from, to do a little bit of paid activity um, to get your messaging across the line. Now just on the budget piece as well, don't feel like you need to always be paying because there's lots that we can do with organic and then there's some that we can upweight with paid activity. And again, we're going to touch on this in another session on another day. So what I like to say is if you're working with a really minimal budget and you don't have a lot to spend, save it for those bursts. So save it for those launches that you're doing throughout the year that are going to need, essentially, they're going to need you to turn the dial up to 11. So if you don't have a budget that you can spend every single month, save your budget and upweight support your organic activity with some paid at crucial points in your strategy. And again, we're going to talk about that. We're going to get into that. I'm going to share with you how I like to plan my activations, plan my specific launches at key times during the year, which is such a uh, such a fun task to do when you have the right tools. So we have our picture. We're starting to flesh it out. We're starting to build. If you did only those four things, you would have such a clearer vision of what you need to do. Because when you have this four step strategic planning, you've got more clarity on where you need to be, who you need to be talking to and how you need to talk to them. So when you've done that, you then get to bring 
all of the other ingredients you get to bring in your customer research perhaps maybe you need to upweight your understanding with a bit more research um, maybe you need to look at your value proposition maybe you need to look at your messaging branding your brand activations do you need any more expertise is there someone else you need to bring onto the team either on a part-time or freelance basis to just upweight your activations or your activity so your strategic planning will be given more direction and more clarity and then you'll understand those areas that need maybe a little bit more honing or a little bit of work. So you can see here, if you sit down to do your marketing planning on a Monday or at the start of the year or start of the quarter and you say, okay, we're going to do four posts on LinkedIn a week, we're going to do five emails um, and we're going to do some PPC paid Google advertising. Do you see now where the problem is coming from? It's upside down, back to back, inside out. You've started tactics first and you haven't got that strategic understanding of what you're trying to achieve and who you're trying to talk to. You're going straight into your three posts a week with no aim, no real understanding. And I've got to tell you, that's going to burn you out really, really quickly because you're going to kind of get into the rhythm of doing the same thing constantly. Um, and that's when people come to me and they go, why is my social media not working? <laughs> why is my website not resonating with people? It's because you've come straight in at the do. You're coming straight in at the doing phase. You're not looking at the why or how or who. So there you have it, folks. I really hope that that's given you at least some food for thought today or some benefit. Feel free to fire through your questions, your thoughts, your comments. I would love your feedback. I'd love uh, to know how you found this today. And if there is a topic, if there is a person, because I would love to interview some people within my network, but if there's someone specific who you think is nailing their email game or their social game or their website game, anything like that. Just anyone you think is out there nailing it, doing a great job. Let me know because I want to bring them in. Let's learn from them together. Thanks for listening to The Better Way to Strategic Marketing with Tamara Howard. Remember, if you like what you hear, why not tell a friend? Share today's show with someone who you think would really love it. Music on today's show comes from Red2D2 and don't forget to check him out on Spotify. And as always, a huge thanks to Studio 92 in the Mill Enterprise Hub in Drogheda, the newest home of audio excellence.